0: And we are back into episode twenty-five of the Pro Painted podcast. Um, apologies to our listeners and fans that the there has been a delay with this episode. Basically, life's a bag of dicks. Um, if it could fuck up, it fucked up. So this has been horribly delayed. Um, I had a fan go on my PC, then the fucking Wi-Fi card went, then poor Ian was feeling a, bit, a little bit under the weather the other week so it's taking its time but we are here yeah. so I'm joined by we could have recorded me and Rob but we know how much our fans gag for a bit of Gilmore gagging for Gilmore <laughs> I think was the hashtag um, <laughs> oh god could you imagine if you use that on Twitter god knows what comes up yeah. with that um so you can hear him giving away in the background I am of course joined by who should I go for let's go for let's go for Rob I can hear his heavy breathing welcome dude how are you
1: I'm good, thank you. How are you?
0: Good. Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. It's it's quite nice to kind of sit down and have a bit of a chat with you guys once. We've just just basically talked an awful lot of bollocks um, for, before we started recording, so hopefully that a lot of that will roll over into this episode as well. Um, and finally, we're joined by Ian. How are you? I'm good, thank you, Matt. Fantastic. Yeah. All is well. Excellent. And we've just been talking about the fact you are... Um, buying yourself a, a basically a love mansion up in Liverpool. Um, so you're yeah. setting, setting down roots in that area?
2: Yeah, so for the for the love of runs going past. Oh, it's just, you s- know...
0: Have you bought a house next to a fucking ambulance station or something?
2: No, it should be quiet, I'm yeah. hoping. In Liverpool?
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, one thing I keep meaning to ask you is, obviously because it, that's quite a big commitment, anybody that's gone through... The stress of buying and selling, or even just buying their own property, will know it's fucking shit. Um, especially if you're in money. Especially if your parents' money It's not really that much hassle. You don't really deal with it. But anyway, um, it's a big commitment. So you're having to drop out of a lot of events this year, which is which is a shame. Um, people want to see more Gilmore. So kind of sorry to hear that. But that's the official announcement in sacking us all off to buy a house.
1: Yeah. Hashtag gagging for Gilmore. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean it's, it's 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 weird, isn't it? How the sort of you know we um, as a bit of an overall thing, we kind of got on a roll, and you know we were getting great feedback and really enjoyed the podcast. And kind of life has somewhat conspired against us, but I think it's um, you know if we can if we can make it through these tough times, um, then I'm sure we'll come out the other end stronger for it. Yeah, you know, um, I mean, yeah, you know, I, I say that with a bit of a, a, a tongue in cheek thing, but honestly, you know, from, uh, genuinely, I think if um, you know, I, you know, I know Ian's still chipping away, and, and I think you know, obviously, he'll go into more how he's kind of managing his hobby time when he when he speaks about it. But you know, especially with me with the kid and everything like that, you kind of you never fall out of love with the hobby. It's just you know, you, you find ways you know to kind of adapt your time and and compensate you know so we all go through it from time to time
0: yeah for sure i mean at the end of this day at the end of the, day, the podcast isn't going anywhere <laughs> I enjoy- end of this day <laughs> end of this day <laughs> this is it after today podcast over, um, <laughs> over. you know the, the podcast isn't going anywhere it's yeah. i enjoy chatting with you guys at the end of the day it's not actually really much effort to be fair um everything's set up we just record i edit i whack it all out um I did do... and, the yeah, and the podcast. I think i, I, I just just it's really, FYI, it's really yeah. hard to do that while editing. Yeah. Really hard. But, but I think
1: um, you know, and I, I, I think it's testament to the to the inspiration for the podcast to begin with because we were always, you know, we were sort of have we were meeting up and we were having these kind of chats, you know, around a, a gaming table and a few beers at whatever events we sort of met up with and. You know, people seem to sort of, you know, obviously our listeners slash fans um, seem to enjoy our our, our sort of rambling. So I think due to the very nature of what made us start the podcast in the first place means that it's far more adaptable when things like this do happen because, you know, we just meet up for a chat. You know, it's the same as us meeting up in a pub and having a chat and catching up, you know, and I think. um,
0: Yeah, this is our our version of that, really. Because we're yeah, yeah. geographically widespread, I'm literally in Weymouth on the south coast. You're slap banging in Wales, Wales land. I'm
1: equidistant, equidistant yeah. to the pair of you, pretty yeah. much.
0: And then Ian's fucked off all the we're way to the Liverpool. Point. He could not really. He's, he's yeah. pretty. He's pretty. He's pretty much Selfish. looked out of his bedroom window. And he's got the fucking wall there. You know, he's going to fir- <laughs> be the first to be hit by the White Walkers. I'm down in King's Landing, and yeah. I don't know where you are, Rob. Fuck knows. I don't know. Like Game of Thrones up. Yeah,
1: what's, what's the one where all the people's balls are chopped off? <laughs> no, actually, actually, actually I'm, I'm more by the ports and the and the and the, and the rough Irish Sea, so I'm kind of like that,
0: the that really cool dude
1: with the uncle with the massive axe and that, the one that comes with a big ironclad ship and stuff. He's pretty cool, isn't he?
0: First one, to, first one to hit me up on Twitter when the podcast episode goes out, telling me what cattle is closest to where Rob is, I'll send you a little prize in the post. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> mini mini competition, Game of Friends yeah. reference. I can't I'm literally not even gonna look at a map until somebody tells me what the closest castle is, then I'll check it, then you'll get a little prize.
1: Nice one. I do think it's that Great. area though, isn't it? The one with the weird that woman that breastfeeds a fifteen year old kid and that? And the the you know, that really he, he chucks her through the fucking hole in the hole in yeah. the ground and that. Are you that's, sure yeah, this isn't that's why sure was... that... is it what, the Nice yeah. of the veil? That's yeah, Pity, isn't it? That's that's a little Britain <laughs> reference.
0: <laughs> 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 um, but no, specifically. Rock... Milk. Ian, I wanted to mention to you. So you're in Liverpool. <laughs> have you? Yeah. So we had the Justice GT on this weekend, uh, which yeah. was run by the Just Play guys. Um, yeah. So Ian and Richie are the ones that, that that I know. You know from, from the tournament. See, met at Blackout for the first time last year. Have you? Have you been in? Have you met them? Go have a look at the store. Um, yeah, I've been to the store. Yeah, yeah, so it's all right. It's all yeah. right,
2: brilliant. That's a great. Yeah, bought out. some, bought, bought some stuff from it. <laughs> it's <all>
0: right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been in yeah. store. Yeah, sorry. You weren't tempted to go along this weekend? Uh, no, it's in South no. Wales. It's for uh, Mother's
2: Day. Okay. I was keeping my mum's sweet.
1: You, suite. you were with Bitty? Um, well, we, yeah. we 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 hooked up and we went through some stuff which
0: we'll go through later. Yeah, which is, which is quite cool. Yeah, cool. Well, how how far's the the store from where you are? Um about
2: two miles maybe? Not far. Um it's about ten minute drive with that.
0: Oh maybe if they do an yeah. event, we'd we'd want somewhere to stay, haven't we?
1: Yes. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say. It sounds like you should be making more of an effort, actually, Ian. To be fair. So apologies <laughs> to Ian and Richie. Um, you know, Ian, Ian Ian would come down and visit and stuff, but he can't be bothered by Sandwick, two miles away. Been there once.
0: He gave himself the perfect excuse and fucked off to Wales for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, don't
0: think it.
2: Oh no. it wasn't it was held in a thing, wasn't it? Was it held in a hotel that event?
0: Yeah, Holiday Inn. Uh was in, it yeah. slap bang in the central Liverpool? Uh was that three mi- that was that three miles away? Is that a, like oh, Yeah, it's no. fucking oh. three miles out yeah. my radius. Oh no. Yeah.
1: No, no.
2: No. Going into town in full nerd mode is a bit yeah. Bit much. a bit match. What? Carrying
0: a box of twice holders? And... do you not put a Batgirl t shirt on? Is that is that your normal
2: um, yeah, quite often wear a Batgirl t-shirt. That's what I, mean. I can. I can yeah.
0: is, is, that, is that full nerd mode, and then when you take the t-shirt off, you're just the norm.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Welcome
0: back, guys! You've been waiting yeah. for this for like
1: almost four, four or so weeks. Yeah. Batgirl no. t-shirts and Ian's Lacades and Latitude to support <laughs> local businesses.
0: <laughs>
1: Welcome to the Pro Painted Podcast, quarter of a century episode yeah. twenty-five. Yay!
0: Just play games. In Ian's words, yeah, yeah, it's all right. Bought some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one
2: more, one more. Do you want me to say? Oh. They, they, they were shocked. They sell stuff. Brilliant. They're Yeah, they were right. Ace.
1: yeah. yeah so you, I yeah. must say. I mean, so so going seg- on from that, like I, I have actually <laughs> started them, um, you know, because th- there's been a few uh, podcasts uh, that have kind of either sort of really slowed down their content or or stopped altogether. It's um, it's it's one po- pod, yeah, one, well, yeah, and. Uh, and and their their podcast, if you know, if you really want to, you know, no sort of um, airs and graces, but a good sort of tactical state of the matter type podcast, um, then then they are the boys to listen to. Very very good. And I, I put it on Twitter the other day when they were released. They were doing very comprehensive sort of YouTube videos of after round summaries and stuff of of the actual GT, and I, I said it's one of the, it's uh, it's weird to. You know you you have a picture in your mind's eye of what people look like when you listen to them on podcasts you've never seen them before and when you see them in real life they just look nothing like you've imagined how they look and uh, those two are very much in that ill very smart looking chaps and uh, know their stuff as well so yeah so it's, it's a good podcast if you're more sort of uh, competitively inclined
0: yeah I mean they're almost a counterpoint to us and i I think they've kind of got yeah. they're they're not lucky's not the right word but They've got the situation whereby they're two mates. They can get together in a physical location. They probably do record separately on occasion, and just you know they sit down and they just record themselves talking about stuff. You know, yeah. that's yeah. almost what podcasts are now. I mean, the environment they're in at the moment, it kind of it, it's tough because it feels like podcasts are kind of less relevant because you've got. People are getting review copies of stuff really early and able to crack out episodes. So what's the point talking about the book? People are already doing it. GW is putting their own stuff out. They're so engaged with the community that it, it it's tough to feel relevant. So I think I think yes, podcasts I, I are, think are I, really I, falling no. by the wayside. GW have yeah. killed, killed podcasts, really. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not joking. Literally, that's how I feel nowadays. I literally feel like GW have killed podcasts. Um, like, and, and, and no, and I'm not saying it's their fault or any way, shape or form, but I think just with the way the community is engaged, you know, we used to have it in the Warhammer scene that people yeah. like Dan Heelan and Ben Curry with the people they look to, now it's just anyone that's associated yeah. with, say, Warhammer TV, you know, they go and do a head swap on a model and... You know, the internet goes crazy for it. That's that's where it's all gone now. <laughs> Sorry, guys, it's the truth. No, it's Matt, friend, but it's like, shit, no, that's where I,
1: we are. I think you I think make a good point. I think a lot of um, sort of the content and opinion that people, uh, you know, were, were looking for, um, you know, certainly when I started getting back into the hobby, podcasts were a place to go to. And I think it's just a natural thing where there's that extra level of engagement now where people used to look to podcasts for that engagement. They're getting it from another source. And I th- I, and again, that's, I think that's probably, you know, it's one of the reasons why if you look at a, a lot of the podcasts that are, are still going, they're very much um, either focusing on one thing or another. There's, there's not a lot of um, sort of podcasts out there that are catch all, if that makes sense. You know, it's you, you've either got people that focus on hobby or you've got people that focus on. You know, re, you know, sort of cutting edge stuff, and but a lot of it's a lot of it's gone to YouTube as well. If you look at like Warhammer Weekly and Mitzi and Jimbo and all that kind of stuff, then uh, there's a lot of content out there as well on Twitch. You know, the Honest War Gamer, Rob and the Boys, and Nathan, and that you know, they're doing a fantastic job, and I think it's just you know the the state of the content meta, as it were, to to coin a phrase, is, is has changed and it will always be that way, you know? Um, You know, whether it's in work, you know, people take, you know, even in sort of your professional lives, people take time to adjust to doing things a different way and all the rest of it. And I, I don't think we necessarily need to be sort of upset or, or angry no, no, about it's, it's, you know, how things are changing it's just the way things are and, yeah it's not being you know, upset uh, about it and it's no I
0: know, like i want more people to be putting out more episodes of podcasts because you know i'm running out and props to people like two peas and podcast who are kind yeah. of my, my general my general podcast i listen to i'm always up to date with Hammer because i think they're great i listen to the just play guys depending on whether the content's interesting specifically to me because it's quite in depth so you Know, I think it's, I think the podcast community is great, yeah, and
1: and, and I think, um, and it's, it's, uh, you know, having to have, you know, you need to have a hook, do not you? That's that's quite unique. And I think having, you know, it's weird how you know people like to listen just to other people chatting, you know, and I think that's, you know, that's where perhaps our appeal is and where a lot of these other sort of focused podcast appeals are. I just want to give a quick shout out after you recommended it as well that, um, listening to legends of the painting men yeah um god they god, god it's funny It probably it's probably not to everyone's taste because you know it's quite full-on and uh you know american they're, they're quite sort of uh you know they're quite cosmopolitan in their in their out that they're not the typical americans i wouldn't say for whatever you know, sort of stereotypical sort of uh opinion people might have of, of, of americans but they they are funny and I've, I've, I've listened to their sort of back over the last couple of weeks. Listen through some of their back back episodes, and you know, they're um, it's a very different take. And I think that's that that that's where different appeals for podcasts perhaps come from. Is is not you know um, it's you know they're, they're two guys, they're, they're comedians, they're, um, do sort of stand up and stuff. So that you know they're and it's it's just a different. It's like listening to a, a different. Kind of demographic talk about something that we love, you know, and I think, you know, that that's where you've got, I'm going to say they're quite niche demographics, but you've got the competitive guys, you've got the hobby guys, you've got the, you know, the the newbies, as it were, a lot of the newer podcasts, not newbies necessarily in 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 a derogatory term, people that are just getting into the hobby that perhaps don't have the preconceptions that some of us have. And, you know, and it's just, I guess it's just down to the listener to pick and choose what floats their boat and what they enjoy listening to and you know like you said there might be some episodes of certain podcasts that are pertinent to you and that you enjoy and then there's going to be other episodes where you don't and it, and, and that's just the luxury of, of being able to pick and choose I guess so yeah I think you know I, I don't necessarily think that the, it's in a bad space it's just you know it's just do, do do what you want really and, and listen to, you, to what you want and
0: yeah um, one thing I did mention on Twitter which does have an impact is you'll see the podcast episodes gradually be taken down and re-uploaded. Um, the reason for that is the EU passed a new law which basically means that everything is copyrighted. Um, so there is no um, used to get away with what's called fair use. So as you guys know I've had the midnight and the gunship on as the tracks and you know I love them so people have really been getting into it which is great but I can't have that stuff in the podcast anymore going forward because the copyright owners can either just delete my podcasts without my permission and or they can monetize them so they can just force ads on you guys. Not saying that any of those people would, but it's the music industry. It could happen. So I'm going to have to take all that out and re-upload them just with the generic royalty-free kind of soundtrack and music on there. Um, so just out of interest, <clears throat> yeah, it's shit. Cool. This is this is the age of the internet now. Um, I mean, obviously we're English. We've got Brexit, but the English government have already gone on record saying that they would welcome. Uh, excuse those, me. Yeah, they've gone on record saying we're they would, what? We're, they, we're, we're, we're British, yeah, not no, English. Use the the b word. Um, Yeah, sorry, British. Um, And, yeah, they've already said that they would follow the new new directives because it benefits business, so, of course, they're going to do that. Uh, But that's that's the only politics bit I'll mention. So, unfortunately, they will all go down, all the gunship will go. Um, But if it's anyone listening and you're, you know, a bit of a, a musical whiz, and maybe you're into your bit of your eighties, synth wave or anything, and you want to donate an intro intro track or a bit of intro music or a break music or something. Warmly received, we'll yeah. We'll to,
1: shout you out, yeah. Put it
0: on the podcast and you know credit you in all the content. But that's just something I have to do. So this episode will be the first one using kind of royalty free music. So sorry if you've been enjoying a, a bit of delve, a bit of a forced delve, I suppose, if you're listening to this into eighties uh, music and, and music and synthwave, but it's. I just don't want the podcast to be deleted off the internet. So you guys can't listen no, to it. No, that's um, the last thing you want. And what I wanted to say as well is that the, the podcast episodes now, um, which is really great to see. I don't know if anyone's aware of this, but um about when we started, um, they changed, you know, they talk about like downloads and everything, the number of episodes you had downloads and things like that. Uh, they changed all the metrics um, because they found that basically a lot of it was just being duplicated. So, for example, if you had an iTunes account and you had your iPhone and another device and your iPad and your PC, if you downloaded an episode, it would download to all four and it was like three or four downloads. So your download number would show three or four. They changed all that. so It's like literally one download. Um, so, our, you know, our listener figures have always been, you know, we're happy with it. But we're getting to the point now where, you know, we're hitting over the thousand point um downloads for each episode which is amazing so you know thank you to all of our previous listeners and thank you to clearly all our new ones as well you know keep sharing us with your friends the more people who listen to us you know the more the more influence we have and the bigger our voice is and it's great for the uk tournament scene um it feels like changes are kind of come in this season with the work we're doing which is brilliant
1: yeah the quicker i can get my yeah. fucking lamborghini
0: <laughs> We do, not, we do not do this for the money. Um, but on that note, um, a couple of people have asked. We've got um, – I, I, I won't name people because it's personal information, but we have a regular guy who kind of chips us a couple of quid in um, via uh, uh, Patreon. Um, now, that is – I keep meaning to get into it over the next month or so. Um, there's going to be some real content coming out because I am going to start doing YouTube videos. Um I'll kind of get into the depth of that, the more kind of things come out, but that, probably expect the first episode after South Coast um, and hopefully you guys can get involved at some point, although that is potentially tricky and probably relying on you filming yourselves, which could, could, could go well, no, horribly
1: wrong. I mean, I think, uh, I, mean I think one thing, I've, I've, uh, and I've I know I've uh, you know, sort of threatened, with, with, you know, so I'll do a blog or I'll do this, that and the other, but I've I've got a catalogue of every single work in progress picture that I've taken. And, you know, if people are interested in just sort of getting an idea of processes and, and how I approach stuff, then, I, you know, I've all that there sort of backed up and, and and ready to sort of upload if, you know, if it's something that people think that they'd, uh, they'd want to see. And, uh, you know, and, you know, I'll go into a little bit more in a bit about um, sort of reaction to to, to, to some of the stuff we've done recently and you know it, it wouldn't be too hard to you know to sort of upload those photos onto a blog and and to sort of put a bit of a paragraph to each one to sort of explain the you know, sort of processes and the little things behind that so it's definitely something that I you know I'm very much conscious of uh you know that you know we need to do to, to create a bit more content for our listeners and you know if, if it means you know sort of dedicating a little bit more hobby time my hobby time is a bit precious at the moment but you know christ if i uh you know even if it's 15 minutes on a lunch break at work when i'm sat there in front of my laptop and upload something then you know i need to make you know a bit more of a conscious effort to do that as well so yeah 100 percent
0: yeah that's ace and a blog post would be great because it's uh, it's great to see a process Uh, and i've got a couple of things i've got some articles to put up which I was planning to do this Friday Um, uh, it's a 40k thing but Aaron Bailey kind of did a, a small guide in one of our chats for how he goes about drilling barrels um, for, for bolt guns and stuff which is one of those things i always fuck it up and i found his particular way of doing it really helpful so i was got to pop that up so we'll get some more blog posts up there um, i mean the podcast is our content this is what we put our heart and soul into but if we do other stuff as well you know we will do that um you know the youtube channel will take a little bit of time to get get up and running but initially probably gonna kind of cover some kind of core mechanics of aos and um kind of as we get more into it we can i can get a second camera and maybe go through painting sessions and stuff yeah i i, I don't think it'll
1: hurt that uh, actually i mean i know with,
0: you were reverse muted uh, rob we heard all the, you... no, we heard all the loud crashing noises and then couldn't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah terrible i apologize this is what i have Problems. to edit out folks i'm gonna leave this little bit in just so people realize what i have to do <laughs>
1: Um, so yeah I mean I, you know you mentioned about bolt guns and stuff I think um, it, it's probably you know we, we can talk about I don't, I don't think I know we're an AOS podcast but you know if we've got any kind of hobby tips that we've I know that Ian's sort of dabbling in a bit of 40k and some of the box sets and stuff and certainly if there's hobby tips that will relate to of, uh, you know the hobby as an overall which they obviously will you yeah. know with stuff like that then you know we can include those as well who we we don't have to necessarily Amid stuff, just because it's not iOS, you know. I think um, you know, I've got a couple of 40k stuff things that I, you know, I've got planned for. I mean, they're not going to be done probably not this year, but um, it's certainly sort of sharing ideas and and kind of you know, just, just more content out. Of people I think uh, I think people appreciate it. So yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, yeah. it's I don't, I don't want to get too much in-depth into, into other games. You know, I do have a lot of other passions. You guys have heard me talk about Legion. I'm doing 40k at the moment. Um, but as long as we can always relate it back to AOS, I think AOS is our thing. That's, what's, that's what keeps us together. That's what I spend most of my time talking about. So as long as we keep that focus, that's what matters. Um, but yeah, well, let's have a little bit of a ho- hobby catch-up then. I mean, I, I, I want to be clear. It probably comes off, of, I'm feeling a bit negative. I kind of am a little bit at the moment about putting online content out part of that is i listen to a lot of youtube channels nowadays in regards to actual gaming um and it feels like we're a couple of years behind those guys and some of the shit that's going on in gaming is fucking horrible and it's weird how i can actually see that tabletop miniatures is heading that way as well um so it's tricky and it's a really really difficult subject to talk about and i try and do it kind of in a slightly good way but my perspective it's getting a bit more negative nowadays. So that may come across in future podcasts. I'm not going to be sat there ribbing on GW, but I am going to be a lot more open about what I think's going on. And some of the stuff that's going on is just a bit of shit. So, so you
1: don't completely <laughs> flip over your editing table and rage quit because me and you wouldn't have a fucking clue on how to do a podcast. So, uh, you know, yeah, you can, you can, uh, you know, again, it, it's, um, you know, people don't, you know, we're not the Happy Fun Times fucking podcast and it's all rainbows and sunshines And even though we've got a sweet fucking logo that's got a, a sunset on it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I, I think, um, you know, having, you know, again, it's, it's opinion, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? And, and there can be counterpoints to certain opinions and there can be other things that, that people feel. But, you know, I, 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 ne- I don't think people necessarily want to hear just, positive 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 even you know and and i think it you you know to a certain to a certain extent it harms credibility when you know it's like it's a little meme isn't it of that little dog in the hat sat in his kitchen with everything on fire yeah saying you know it's fine when i mean you know sometimes the situation might not be and you know again you know we're all the the biggest the biggest draw to this hobby you know is making cool cool armies and painting cool stuff and converting the rest of it but it's um you know it's the people that we interact with and and the friendships that we have so you know that will never change regardless of of how the actual hobby and and the direction and stuff goes but yeah you you know don't don't feel like you need to hold back just because you might feel that people don't want to hear the truth or your opinion as you see
0: it you know i'll hold back a bit because it won't be popular <laughs> <laughs> um, Ian, what have you been up to other than buying a house?
2: Um, I've been, oh, I don't know, really. I've been doing bits and bobs. Been um, mainly been selling stuff. Does that count as hobby? Um, no, I've been no, s- I've been s- no. Oh, right, okay. You not offered me um, anything? It's all been on eBay, so just gone straight to eBay for everything. Cause it's all weird stuff, like you no. Know, what, Malibu? Stuff. Games,
1: games no, Day exclusive stuff. Is, and things, yeah. Bits and bobs, isn't
2: it? Bits and bobs have accumulated over the years. So it's um, everything went on eBay over the last four weeks or so. Um, so I've sorted up how many... I think
0: having a clear out counts as, counts as hobby. No, it definitely yeah. doesn't. No, it 100% doesn't. Let's move on. What, what actual hobby yeah. are
2: you doing? I don't want to talk oh. about eBay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, done. Mm, potted around doing some... Started doing some buying grots, but got bored halfway through.
0: Nice.
2: Um, so they were any, right. R- any particular the reason? No, it's, oh, I got to the lancers. So I wasn't sure what to do, so I couldn't be bothered thinking about it. So I just left them. Okay. Um,
0: box art didn't help. <coughs> so,
2: um, so they had gloss. You glossed
0: was... over that. Come on. What? So the box art, the box art didn't help.
2: Oh, um, not... no. Well, yeah, I was tempted. Just do, but you know, mm, I, might go, I might go rogue, do something slightly different, different shade, okay, or whatever. Um,
0: yeah, here first. See,
2: so yeah, so, so those are half finished. Been potting around doing some tyrannids because I want to finish them because I've got a um, I want to do 40k stuff, but I've got those that have been half finished for ages, so I'm trying to finish those off. So I can start a new 40k project guilt-free. Yeah, um, that's they're that's fairly, right? so they're quite. They're not great. The tabletop standard, but you know, they're, I'm happy with them. Um, and it's mainly been, um, yeah, that's it really. Been very, very quiet. I'm yeah. really. Um, I know what I'm, I'm going to start experimenting. I've got an idea with boys. For, um, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. You gave us um, <laughs> um, oh. um, so I'm I think I'm going to do when I, they're eventually released which obviously will be eventually I think I'm going to do a um, Emperor's Children 40k army because I like the um, I've got a I want to do a Chaos Space Marine army generally like a little bit of all the factions yeah. um, so I've been I'm trying to work out how to do the um, I've got an idea to do like a metallic pink armor, but I'm just trying, to just finalizing how it's done. But I've got an idea. So it's once I've done you done
1: any test models?
2: Not yet, no. I've just been pissing around on a palette.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: just get these, some of the mixes of. Um, I'm using the experiment with the Vallejo metal medium. Um, right. But I haven't got the recipe down yet for exactly how it's done but no, Do you you, i mean
1: for, from a, from a sort of more technical standpoint how i know that you did um almost like an hour because like, you were thinking not sort of delve too far into 40k but as far as actual just painting because i mean obviously you can paint anything you know with this sort of technique you were you, you were quite into sort of perhaps doing alpha legion for a while and you did a Stormcast test
2: model, didn't you know? It yeah, I did, you did? um, yeah, I did some of the shades Shadespire, the Fast Riders.
0: Right, That was, yeah.
2: done, that was done with um, a silver undercoat and then using the gem paints, lamia medium to yeah. do a, tur- a turquoise um, I think.
1: So what's, what's kind of drawn you to, I mean, again, the, you know, obviously you're going... There's, there's two sort of separate approaches where you're, you know, I know it's uh, very much how uh, Forge World do a lot of their their metallics is is they'll they'll do a base of 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 a, of a silver and tint it with you know with with some of the glazes, especially with their the 30k stuff. And I don't think the glazes are uh, available anymore. I'm not 100 sure with Forge World. But um, what made you think about actually mixing? Medium, um, metallic medium into the base paint rather than glazing over a silver.
2: I think it'd just be, well, it'd be quicker.
1: Yeah,
2: it'd be. I, I think it'll be quicker. I'm not got 100 convinced yet, but I think it'll give a more consistent finish. Yeah. If you mix up a batch of it, you have got the same mix for the whole whatever you do essentially. Yeah. Um, plus, you can darken and. Um, lighten it using more or less the medium to create the shades yeah. and the highlights. Yeah. So you do it, so you can you can paint it by a more traditional way, um, but using like custom mixes essentially yeah. rather than relying on getting the so the, doing the um, glazes over the silver. I think it, it's okay with a brush, but really need an airbrush. And yeah, um, yeah, not really, not really. I'm not really set up to do that yet. Um. Yeah. So be, yeah. Um. So been doing that. I've also. Um. Rob and myself met up when we discussed Scryer. <laughs> and stuff. So I the
1: Funny
2: years. Bro- um. I I brought my boxes of um, Scryer
1: bits. And um. Rob. And not, not only square bits right so let me let me uh contextualize this uh, scenario somewhat um every single fucking scaven box set you could possibly imagine as far as the bigger yes. kits so yes. you've got the screaming bell and all the rest of it and the the new gnar holes and the endless spells and all the rest of it and it's like Wants to mash it up with, um, it's quite inspired because you know, a lot of the Advict scenery, so a lot of, um, you know, uh, all, all the Imperial scenery, so you've got all those generators and bits and bobs to sort of represent power, you know, the, the power sources on the models. And every time I said to Ian, oh yeah, it'd be really, perhaps if we had that bit of scenery, that would be really cool if we could use that. And hold on a second, he just fucking walked upstairs and brought another box set down. That happened about five times. Like, he, he's gone and fucking <laughs> the screaming bell conversion. No, it was a warp lightning cannon conversion, not it, that we were working on. It's yeah. going to end up like a 300-pound warp lightning cannon. I was quite impressed. Yeah, it was good.
0: Sounds Very like, me. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds, like a, it sounds like a dream for you. <laughs> yeah. You can afford it from the bit side. Yeah. Just Ian gets to walk upstairs and come down with it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, so yeah it, was it was cool. So, so we were chatting about that, and um, cause I was kind of stuck about how it was all... Going to fit together, so just like got let Rob get his grubby mitts on it all, and he worked it all out for me. Nice. Um, so that's on the back burner for some point. So I got to. So that,
0: that was worthwhile then.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was.
0: yeah. <laughs> cheers, um, Rob. Gonna, yeah. Cheers, Rob. I'm just going to file this in the potential to do. pile. <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, it's, it's definitely. It's more than. It's in. It will be done at some point because I bought, like, so many kits to do it. So it's got to be done, otherwise I will be disgusted with myself. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's not in the imminent pile. Um, and that's all um,
1: you? What are your plans with the uh, doors of Cain? I know you, you got pretty deep into sort of doing that and, and, and stuff. What, what are, you, are you just shelving that for the time being, or...?
2: Um, I think I'm going to be... I'm quite enjoying just pottering around... Jumping back and forth between different projects. Yeah. So, i probably, when I get bored of one thing, I'll do a, a witch shelf or something. Um, yeah. So, they'll all they all get done eventually. But it'll be quite a slow burn, um, sort of erratic project rather than a focused on a deadline yeah. project. Um, yeah. Because I've spent too much time on the witch shelves already for me to just stop doing Fitting it completely. Off. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I mean, I, do, do you think, um, we sort of uh, as a, um kind of looking at your hobby in a sort of a, a wider lens, as it were. <laughs> That's a business term I've learnt recently. So stepping back and looking at a little bit of a wider thing. I mean, are you in a position obviously you've got other things going on now, but um and I know we spoke about it when we met up, but like in as far as your hobby journey in you know, if you look at it in its kind of totality, uh you kind of like and we've got quite, you know, I don't know if you've got many Star Wars fans that listen to the podcast. I'm kind of like Luke.
0: Um, probably in, in, probably quite a few.
1: Yeah, so what was the most recent movie that came out? Um, uh, not the Solo, last, but the main one. The Last Jedi. The last, yeah. So it's kind of like Luke in The Last Jedi, where Ray's really all... Enthusiastic, so me being Ray, oh yeah, and he kind of just chucks a lightsaber over his shoulder and just fucks off and goes to get get some pink milk from like an elephant or whatever the fuck Luke does, because like, like as I said to Ian, like he's like he hasn't got anything less, le- he hasn't got anything that like, almost to prove, do you know what I mean? Like in as far as hobby goals and whatnot, he's won fucking every award that's pretty much out there, yeah, and you know, he, he's sort of kind of like just pottering around doing whatever he feels it's like and it's quite an envious position to be in
0: it's actually um
1: you know i'm kind of like sorry go on
0: i was going to interrupt and say that's that's really interesting actually because i no word of a lie i actually had this same conversation uh with a couple of the lads this weekend um whereas i i very much felt the same is that my my hobby output has gone it's always been decent but it feels particularly high at the moment And part of that is because I've, I, with my Zinch, I finally painted up an army to what I considered my the standard I'm probably ever going to really achieve for an overall army, and I won awards with it. I Got a lot of good feedback on it. Was it it was ace, and I realised actually, hold on, I don't really have anything to prove anymore. I've done that, so I can actually do whatever I want. So it's a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent a thing.
1: It's a thing, isn't it? Yeah. And like I'm kind of like, and and like we said, episode one where you know i was perhaps fishing for a few compliments but saying that you know i you know i certainly back then in the you know and now you know and not not to say that it's the position has changed but you know I'm, I'm in a very different space in as far as you know what i've achieved it sounds a bit pretentious to say what i've achieved in the hobby but um still. You know, but but do you know what i mean like I, like i'm i'm kind of, i'm you guys three or four years ago perhaps or even longer um, where, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I've yet to sort of win those accolades. I've yet to sort of, you know, and it's not to say that necessarily that's the end goal. Is that, you know, I'm that competitive that I want to win. But it's, you know, I've I've done my first full army. I've got some great feedback. Um, you know, I've come, you know, a hair's breadth away from, you know, perhaps coming first at a couple of. Uh, but, you know, that, that kind of, you know, winning South Coast two years back to back, winning Cool Army and then winning Best Painted and, you know, all the sort of achieve you know, you've both gone back to back at South Coast. Do you know what I mean? You know, you've both, um, you know, podiumed, uh, you know, events, you've both won big events. Um, you know, I have I, I've yet to sort of do that. And it's not necessarily the only thing that drives me because I enjoy my hobby, I enjoy toiling away, I enjoy coming up with these these sort of conversions and paint jobs and pushing myself and taking that feedback on. But, you know, as a body of work, I've yet to kind of sort of achieve the same uh, as you guys. So it's quite weird sometimes when, you know, (laughs) it's evident in the group, isn't it? You know, I'm there posting, you know, a Picture of oh, I've just done this really cool, this, this really sharp edge highlight that I'm really proud of, and, and you guys are sat back with your, with your with your glasses of sort of uh, of, uh, of fucking Hennessy, swirling them around, sat by a <laughs> fireplace, going you know you sort of come back when you've won two fucking two two awards on the bounce type thing, you know, and like and no, that's what drives me. Nobody has but, that as a huge mentalist. Well, no, but do you know what I mean? Like, I use it as an analogy where, you know, people, are, they sort of like, you know, I'm I'm there kind of eager to, eager to sort of prove myself against, you know, a lot of competition. Because yeah, we're all competitive in our own ways, uh, you know, and it's like you guys are kind of almost like not the retired, because you're still knocking out good work. But, you know, you, you're the guys that have already won the championship. You're the guys that have already claimed the trophy. And, you know, you don't feel like you've got it. So you're in very different stages of your hobby want of a better word sort of careers or journeys than than i am and yeah um you know it's it's quite good to have that counterbalance i think and you know and and certainly you know sort of from feedback and experience and and you guys know what you know you've been there done that kind of thing um it's not just that that. i think
0: i think sometimes it is purely what you what you kind of not that you want out of it but you know like this example this weekend um we had blackout uh, sorry we had extinction uh run by by chris down in uh, down in weymouth and um it was an excuse for me to get my cathurgal out um and i put for nominations and everything and in the past i've actually said i'm not going to put it up because it's not that kind of army if i don't have all the gubbins with it um i had some of the gubbins so i went "Ah, fuck it i'll put it up um and i came away with a third place which um i was really happy with it. i was probably as happy winning third place with that as i was like winning some of my more prestige not like the south coast one that was amazing but you know i've won some first places and stuff before and it kind of was like actually this really feels like an achievement because i didn't expect this i didn't in any way expect this army to achieve that if that makes sense you always yeah. you always kind of doubt yourself but there's always that little thing at the back of the head that goes oh actually you know what Yours is better than these other armies because of the X, Y, and Z. But you always shout it down because you're always your, your biggest critic. And my Nurgle I don't ever expect to, you know, it had a job. It did its job. If it wins anything else, brilliant. But to get a third base, I was like, yeah, that, that's, that's ace because it feels like the army's being rewarded in a way. It's cool to get it back out again. And yeah. it's, it's not done for the intention of winning those trophies. So it's just cool to kind of get that bit of recognition sometime. I, I really liked it. Um, yeah,
2: yeah, 100%. yeah. I'm quite. Um, my focus at the moment, rather than doing armies as a whole, so I don't know. Just like what Rob said, probably lost the competitive edge a little bit. Mm. It doesn't really. Um, it's not a focus anymore to try to paint an army to win awards. All I want to do at the I mean, moment mind, is, is
1: just, to just just, just to interject there slightly. Do you mind me saying? Do you mind me saying? Uh, about what your approach was to South Coast a couple of years ago? Uh,
2: no, that's fine. No, I mean, yeah,
1: you, yeah, you, you was... went you you went there with like the specific intention, didn't you, to to try and win best painted with your Nergal army. I mean, that yeah. was your, you know, and that was sort of like the you know, you sort of think, okay, well, you kind of know who else is going there and and what the field's going to be like to an extent, but you know, that was your sort of. That was your goal, wasn't it? Of, of going yeah. there with with that. So it, it's not, you know, it's it's not a it's not a bad thing to. Say. You know, people go to tournaments all the time. And go, oh, I'm fucking gonna, you know, I've got a really cutting edge list, and you know, I really want a podium, or you know, I really think I can take this out. You know, I've put the work in, and you know, for for, for the. I mean, I, I I bet you know you you put in you, you t- total up the amount of hours that someone's put in for practice games to. To want to try and put you know someone like jack armstrong you know he he puts in a lot you know someone puts in a lot of practice hours in in the game that's probably nowhere near the amount of hours you've actually put in painting that army so it's quite a reasonable thing to you know there shouldn't be a a negative connotation behind someone going i want to win best painted do you know what i mean like how
0: how do painters put way more time painters flat out put more time in than gamers I, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a gamer and I play regularly, and I hands down put more time in painting because it's just because yeah. you can. You yeah. organise and play a game is a commitment, and you don't you wouldn't do that. In, you know you wouldn't literally play if you went to a tournament game after game after game after game. I can get up at nine o'clock in the morning and I can still be painting till four o'clock at night. You know yeah. it's not solid, but I, that will happen regularly. So painting, yeah. and it's one of the things that does. Get at me a bit is that it's it isn't quite given the credit that it is. Not that you know it's the the the, the investment in it, like people who go to yeah. events. So, we had this uh, um, I can't think, I don't even think we've actually recorded since heat one. So, I actually overheard a guy at heat one walk up to the armies on display in the cabinets, say to the member of staff, Oh, hey, um are there any points, do you get any tournament points for voting? And the Sabin was like, no, no, not at all, you don't have to do it. And the guy went, up uh, fair enough, and walked off. I'm like, mate, if you can't even be fucked to look at an army and write a number down on a piece of paper for the yeah. army you like the most, jog on. And I mean it, seriously, yeah. I've seen people roll a dice for the army that they, when, they, when there's points on show for the army they have to vote for. It is not fucking hard to look at a selection of armies and decide oh, I like which that one you like the, best. the yeah. most. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah. cannot, if you are utterly incapable of doing that, fuck off. I mean, like, seriously, I think that is taking the piss. Like, the people yeah. that have put this inordinate amount of effort into doing these armies and it and done all these different approaches... For the pure joy of the hobby that you read, go and play chess. Mean it. Go and play chess. You don't have to vote for whoever's got the best chess pieces. In that, it's it, it, no, it, it, it does. It, right. it, I had to mention it. People told me to mention that on this podcast because okay. I'll, that happened.
1: And I like your sentiment. It, and and for me, it wouldn't. It just feel very. It just feels very dismissive. Massive. Um, so. And that... of, of the passion that you put do you know what I mean like you, the, the, like <laughs> it's like I, and i'll go into I, I, i'll say it now because you know it's um i was going to mention it as part of my hobby catch up but i um i took because we haven't spoken since i finished Bellacore. Yeah, yeah and um i took bellicore down to uh because the manager at our local games workshop luke he's, he's a really nice guy and you know, I sort of, you know, every time I pop in every Sunday morning, Kate goes to the gym and I look after Rizzy and so, again, I, I I tend to take her into town and just have a mooch around the shops and stuff. And more often, okay, uh, Luke's actually on paternity leave now because his missus has uh, just given birth. And so, you know, we kind of chat about that and, and different bits and bobs. And I'll always sort of, I know the store's quite quiet on a Sunday, so I'll, I'll go in there with Izzy and we'll, we'll just chill out for a bit. And um, you know, obviously, been keeping him up to date on on Bella progress, and you know, it's like, oh, you know, when you finish it, bring it down. So I took it down on uh, on one Saturday morning, uh, which was a bit of a bad idea because it's like pre-release day, and, you know, it's full of fucking like, beards and kids and whatever. <laughs> um, but I like, took it down, and he, you know, I was a lurk and. You know, he was, you know, he was checking out the you know, the optical effect on the bass and he was, you know, showing some of the people and they were like, you know, there's a couple people playing AOS and they were like, oh, that's really cool. Put it in the cabinet, people were like, literally, you know, wow, what's, that? you know, and it was really good, really nice feedback. But then some, he, I don't know if he was, he was my age, he, he looked older than me, he could have been in his 30s, uh, but he, you know, I thought about for a bash.
0: Some people, like, people say shit like, and, like
1: just and, 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 for a rise. And it's like, yeah, yeah, and, and like, all right, that's his opinion, and that's fine. But to and you know, I'm not I'm not looking for him. You know, I didn't right. want him to fucking pull my track. Oh, can I suck you off, mate? That's fucking amazing. Do you know what I mean? But at the same time, it's kind of like people are dismissive to be dismissive because it's a thing. Do you know what I mean? There's it's almost that like too cool for school kind of attitude. Yeah, it's
0: definitely a thing when when something gets a lot of positive, deservedly gets a lot of positive yeah. comments there will always be those that will inherently go to a negative comment in some weird way of either satisfying their own ego or by, you know, um, almost feel like they have to counterbalance it. Uh, something, sorry, I want to go back to you very quickly. We'll just talk about the pain, about the nominations, which obviously I got quite irate about. And one thing I'd like to say, for me, that is not voting for which army you like the most is like not, clapping for the people who win the event that that for me is that's the one thing every player at an event will do in the same vein is that the person who wins they'll get you know they'll do a round of applause it's like literally specifically standing there with your arms by your side going no i i i can't i can't judge i can't judge if this person deserves of this award so i'm not going to going to clap that in my head that yeah. that's the same thing so Next time, if you are one of those people, you're probably not listening to this podcast. But if you can't even be bothered to fill in that little slip, just think whether you would clap for the winner, because I bet you you would. Anyway, back to you, Rob.
1: Yeah, so, um, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, is, is there any other sh- slides And we want to my, my hobby stuff? Or did, uh, have you got anything else
0: to well, I know, know you. I know you've got quite a lot to cover, but Ian, yeah, go on. Have you got anything you want to add? Uh
2: no, I probably don't. yeah, I'm just pottering around, just trying to reduce the gray pile, yeah, so I I, did, I realized that it doesn't really matter what I'm painting as long as I'm painting something, yeah um some as long as something gets its progress in some in some way, it doesn't really matter what it is. So yeah, just jumping around different no. things.
0: I'm I'm, Enjoying I'm, it. I'm with you on that. And um, what I want to do is give a quick shout out to a couple of our sponsors. We'll take a break, Rob will crack back into you. Um, not literally. Yeah, I
1: need, I, I need a pee, so yeah, break would be good.
0: Sweet. Actually, uh, you might come and cover some of the stuff <laughs> I've a lot of events to cover and then we'll finish off we'll finish off on, you know, the best the best note which will be you. Um, okay. Okay. But yeah, please do. Curtain Games, please do go and check them out. Again, I'm regularly getting my deliveries from them every week with these lovely GW releases. Free page, postage over £30, which is immense if you're just picking up like an army book and the realm spells and stuff every week you get in your free postage and with the code pro painted or lowercase you'll get an extra five percent off of your order so please go and check those guys out obviously they've regularly got their events on team event not going to mention it sold out um 13th of april they've got a 1250 points kind of small uh small kind of intro game, kind of tournament going on. So that's tickets still available on the website for that one. Obviously, they've got their later event in May, which I believe is also uh, sold out. But they're our sponsors. If you want to make that uh, that relationship worth it, please go and check them out. Put a couple of orders their way. That'll be brilliant. The code will only work on uh, Warhammer releases. So if you like me, you like your Legion, that won't work. But you can get all your 40K and your AOS under that. Um, also, Merchant Miniatures. Go and spend lots of money with them, but... <laughs> It's a bit tricky because they're at Salute. So one thing I wanted to say is I love Mercia. Unfortunately, the website is still dated. This is not, you know, this is a thing. People talk about it a lot. If you want to go and see their models, if you're at Salute this year, go and check out the Mercia stand. Bish has put up this amazing uh, like Norse Dock. It looks phenomenal. You'll be able to see all the mod- models in the flesh. Make a note of the ones you like. Go on the website. Hopefully at some point they're going to get that all updated, make the process a lot easier, but please do go and support them. I've got some amazing stuff coming up with some collaborations with them for some future events, so you'll be re- really be able to see more of their models in the flesh. Um, they sort of be out with some models for my, my, for my uh, Fate sigma Sigmar Army, um, which people really liked. They, they went down really well. My Cauldron of Blood was really popular. Um, a lot of people ask me where I got the snake avatar from on the back instead of the standard avatar arcane shocker that was mercia so it's on the website go by listen by the factions you know just click them on the side and they've got all there so it's like the cathones is the snake people they're all in there so go and put, check the mercia guys out um and obviously my and endeavor pro painted studios um want to say thank you to everybody who's been you know sending orders and club stuff my way um releases coming up are obviously the Slanesh tokens and the Fire Slayer stuff will be coming off the website on Friday. We will be getting up the corn tokens this weekend. Um, so they'll 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 sort you all out. Um, obviously we've got the Blood tithe counters up there already which already work so feel free to help yourself to those. Uh, the code ProPainted podcast will give you an extra five percent off. Now, for those tournament organisers or those people running events, uh, we're actually doing trophies now. Now, those are on the website. I've really tried to get some good, uh, as good um, photos as I can. These are premium quality jade glass trophies. The biggest trophies I sell, 18.5 centimetre, are biggest, are bigger than event trophies you'll get at places like South Coast, which are prestigious events. And because I want tournaments to use this awesome gear, it's way cheaper than you're going to find anywhere else. So go and check them out. They all ing- it all includes custom engraving. Um, I've even put prices on there for things like combat gauge to give you an idea of the discount we'll get if you want a custom combat gauge for every single person that goes to your event. So on the website, it's actually the first image on the banner, or you can click trophies, all the ma- information's on there. Um, Chris Tomlin, who was running Extinction at the weekend, had some of my first first batch of trophies, and he was very, really, he he, well, speak to him about it, he was really happy I was really happy with the trophies we provided people love them, I won one of my own trophies, which is pretty ace Um, I also do things like hip flasks which always look really nice and they're really popular so please go and check out the website Um, anything custom and any queries drop me a message, happy to help people out but yeah, that's it, kind of the shout outs so we'll take a little break and we'll come back into my hobby and then we'll finish up with Rob, but back in a minute And we are back. So, um, I definitely. I know Rob's got a lot <laughs> he wants to talk about. So we're definitely going to finish off on Rob. Actually, you know what? It's quite. It's quite nice just having an episode where we can just talk about like hobby. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I think that's kind of the the, the the genesis of the whole the whole thing, wasn't it? I think that was. Yeah.
0: True. We're going back to our roots. I suppose it's been a big gap since we actually did anything. So. Um, yeah. That, that's a thing. Um, so for me, actually. Since we last recorded, I've had quite a lot on, actually, when I think about it. So, event-wise, um, I did Heat 1. Um, so, I went for a, a, the gaming side on this one. Uh, so, I super to come 7th, um, which was... Good a, job. Legit, yeah, thank you. One won four on my games. This was my new um, Bunny cool. Ears concept, Deep Kinami, Um which... So, it's something really interesting, actually, talk about the 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 start. What I'm, gonna, what I'm actually going to call the stylized... Um, approach to painting is i've taken armies up before people have already talked about him it's great that army i've had i've engaged in more conversations with people about it than anything else i literally have people coming up to me in the hall and going, matt i need to talk to you about this idea i've got in a similar vein of something you're doing and it was brilliant like i just talked about hobby and painting all weekend absolutely fantastic so 100% painting that army was a great idea i got a little bit of flack on twitter because like some people were saying, it just like grey plastic. I'm like yeah, whatever. Come and look at the actual army. Knock yourself out. Um, so the painting stand was really good. Um, shocker for a GW event. The nominations weren't quite there again for me. Um, one of our one of our was one of the guys who goes to my local club, a guy called Dave Dave Fulbrook. He's got a lovely Nurgle army. And it's quite box-arty, but really nicely painted. 100% deserved to be in the cabinets. Just wasn't, just didn't see it, just didn't nominate it. So, again, hopefully there's someone that will address in the future. Which, knowing that Steve Wren, tournament organiser extraordinaire, someone I've got an awful lot of time for, is taking over running the events, which is, I think that is just amazingness. So, I think for the heats, we're going to have some really, really good Really we are post- in there.
1: Sponsors. We are in like flint. It's yeah. fucking gonna be
0: cool. So yeah, massive, <coughs> massive props to Steve. You'll get loads of support from us. Um, I know there's not an awful lot you can probably do for what what I, I will term this season because I guess in the plans are in place. But I'm really excited to see what he does with kind of the heat kind of events going forward. Um, one thing I was kind of hoping for because there was some rumours of it that maybe the finals wouldn't be a 65 pound ticket. Um, so you obviously you get invited to buy a finals ticket um so obviously i qualified as top 50 i think from the event um,
1: 165
0: <laughs> yeah no it's 65 pound again for a ticket so i won't be doing the finals um if it was even discounted um i know in the past it was free wouldn't expect that you know if it was a 30 pound prize I'd, I'd maybe go for it but no i'm not i'm not paying 65 pound for another gw event uh, and the fine they have to improve because the finals last year were pap but really good weekend really good time with the lads I think if I do those kind of events in the future I think going for the gaming is definitely the way of doing it that's GW's approach to it they still fuck that up a bit because they don't do a true Swiss system so for those of you who don't know if you've not been to those, those kind of GW events normally at a tournament they'll use kind of a second sort so everyone who won they'll go by say VPs not always the best I guess but it gives you a good indication of who smashed their opponents get those guys to play each other those guys that earned less VPs and maybe had a closer win, they play each other. Don't do that at GW events. They literally just chuck all the winners in together, all the losers, all the people out of draw, minor wins in together, and that's it. So it's a complete... You can have a bunny run. You just don't know who you're going to play. So it's a bit, bit of a shame, but... Heats were good. Catched up with loads, guys. Um, I also had um, Extinction last weekend, um, which I have mentioned a couple of times, run by Mr. Tomlin. So unfortunately, neither of you rocked up new sometimes no no
1: yeah it's um you know uh obviously chris has uh sort of got into that format now of, it's uh, sort of one in weymouth that's more of a fun event and the sort of slightly bigger well so to say slightly bigger bigger event in in cardiff now which is which is great for me but um yeah, I think last year was was it last year was Tommy Burns, Tommy B, Or was that the year before year year before the year that? Before there wasn't one last year. No, right, okay, so yeah, I mean, I, I know that, and then there was it's sort of uh, you know I, I've been to it, I know Blackout had had been at, uh, in Weymouth before, and it's a lovely, it's a lovely time, it's a lovely experience. It's a, it's, uh, you know, it's a great town, it's a great venue, you know, in as far as uh, if you ever wanted to go somewhere that's. It's not just about the gaming way, the Weymouth events. It's, it's uh, you know, it was the first ever event that I, that I went to was um, the first blackout in in Weymouth, and I drove made, made the drive all the way down myself. Didn't know anyone, didn't didn't have any sort of club mates or anything or anyone that I played with. I didn't, you know, it's before I met uh, any of you guys and uh, before I even met Ian. Funnily enough, went away from that event. Um, not really being introduced to him, we were both there, and and uh, and that was that. And it was only only really a, a tribute that that same year that we that uh, I think Scott, the boss, uh, sort of introduced and said, "Oh, by the way, Ian lives around the corner from you," um, which is a bit weird. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so uh, Weymouth all- blossomed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it, you know, Weymouth always is, it will always hold a special place in my heart, not only for that, but it's um you know so it's sort of it's kind of the heartland of what well, i consider one of the heartlands of uh, the southern sort of uh, wargaming community uh you know, you've got all your, all your guys down there obviously the the black sun guys um that did so much over the last sort of almost decade i guess of uh, you know sort of promoting the hobby and it was nice to see uh, you know i, I think although perhaps he, he didn't get the numbers that he'd he necessarily want. By all accounts, it was a lovely event. and Yeah, it was a shame not to go down to it. But, uh, you know, I've, I've convinced myself that I'm, I'm not going to go to an event now until I can sort of do a big reveal on this army. So as much as I'd, I'd love to have brought my uh, my mixed-order army down, um uh, I didn't didn't really want to do that. And, and plus, it's it's not, not only... Oh, it's sirens. Siren Yay, no, yeah, boom. Bingo card. Um, Matt raging. Got that one. And <laughs> sirens, that one. Me ranting for half an hour about bollocks. That'll probably come soon enough. Um, but uh, the fact that it was uh, Mother's Day and it was the first, obviously, Mother's Day uh, where we've had our little and So that was kind of a, a special weekend for me. So... Whether or not I'd, I'd had uh, my Z Charmy finished, I wouldn't have been able to attend, unfortunately. But by all accounts, it was a great event. Well, so get your excuses in. Um, but yeah, I know that. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm, I'm pretty good with that. I think that, 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 that's not too bad uh, an excuse. So yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, apologies, Chris, for not being able to show up on that one. But uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll
0: see about Blackout. Yeah. Well, anyway, this is all about me. Uh, your bits in a minute. Um, <laughs> Sorry that no, hijacked your segment, Matt. So, yeah, Extinction was a really good weekend. Um, it was a little bit different with the all the, the games being in the realm of Gur, so people were using one to two extra uh, monsters which could change sides during the game. Um, I took my Cthurgle along because um, Jen actually painted up two Mongols. Um, to add to her army, so thanks to I think it was Tom Healy and Carl Breakspear who um, who, who sold some uh, a good price to her for those. So thank you for that. Um, she really actually really enjoyed using them. Um, I had a good I had a good time on the gaming front. Won all five games. Um, very soft score, heavy event though. So came third. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was a, a real laugh. Um, I was in quite a mood on the Sunday because I had to deal with Sicky Bailey. So Aaron Bailey, uh, along with a couple of others, decided to um, hit the pedos all day. So for these who don't know, it's when you get, like, normally, a cheap crap alco-pop. Um, so off Ice, the VK flavors no one ever wants to drink. WKD, pop a straw in it, and then it allows you to down the drink because the air will go out the straw so you don't have to glug. Uh, it turns out Matt Clark, formerly, you know, an old-school Black Sunner, rubbish at it. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Um, however, he would regularly come last and comment just going well joke's on you because I can enjoy this drink now so he was he was thoroughly enjoying himself so Aaron ended up very drunk drinking all these horrible artificial flavour drinks and was out till about 4 o'clock in the morning which is pretty early for him uh, came back to mine and was just sick everywhere he was actually sick on Tom Hewitt while out at the club um, and uh, kind of stood there shrugged at him Aaron just went back in the club and Tom Hewitt had to walk home covered in sick threw all his clothes away Aaron stayed out for another couple of hours, Uh, came home, sick out my second floor, spare bedroom window. Uh, Jen found him laid down in the hallway with his T-shirt off, just been been sick all down himself, just laid there in a pool of his own sick, he was sick in my bath, down the toilet, that's pretty standard, I guess. Sick in the bedroom. Yeah, just just sick everywhere. Um, Oh, fucking
1: hell.
0: And was that bad? Aaron, man. He missed the entire second day and rocked up at the uh, at the end still looking drunk for the awards ceremony in the taxi. Um I'm
2: surprised I'm surprised he wasn't naked.
0: Yeah, me too. Um mm. so yeah that was that was less fun but you know uh, no 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 negative thoughts about Aaron he went out enjoyed himself being sick. Stop. Just sounds
2: happens. like amazing. Yeah, it sounds like amazing fun for Aaron
0: yeah i think he's regretting it now <laughs> <laughs> i know he was really excited to use the army and really excited for the events so i think missing missing the whole second day was it, it's kind of dawning on him now so you know no 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 bad vibes towards aaron for that it's all part of the rich tapestry of tournament events but it stressed me the fuck out on the sunday because i was late for my game playing paul and things so yeah a bit of a shame but really really top event um so actually aaron um Aaron. So, as I said, I came third in the painting category, um, followed by Tom Hewitt in second with his recently um, mostly finished um, new Nurgle army, which unfortunately didn't really seem to enjoy playing. But do check out the photos on the Twitter feed. Um, It's very striking. Fatty Magoo. Uh, Yeah, he's done his his custom demon prints, which is like 30 different kits. So good is what he calls Fatty Magoo. And then John Green, shockingly, um, took out um, first place as well. Uh, some fantastic additions to his mixed order list which has now gone down a full Silver Death route so again photos on Twitter I'm going to do a little article so people can have a look at those Um, so yeah Extinction was a blast and that's kind of it for events wise I mean we are recording on the 3rd of April um, so it's it's like literally three weeks away from the south coast now which is going to be great i think they're up to 150 players at the moment so if you are on the awaiting payment list do get your do get your ticket paid there's still spots if you want to rock up on the day uh, sorry not rock up the day if you want it still thinking about going um we're supporting <laughs> the... rock up there got my army <laughs> to be honest you probably could um i we are supporting the event uh so yeah, pro painted studios uh me as an individual uh, supporting the event uh we're providing some of the trophies so um that would be great um so really happy to kind of be working alongside those guys i know gw there in force as well this year so i think with bad dice also supplying um i think the uh, a lot uh, all the train and the mats i think it's going to be a blast um i'm personally going to be going for the gaming side again because i'd love to win a gaming trophy or potentially even best sports because if i went because obviously first year it was coolest army second year was first place best army Maybe we'll pick up another trophy for that best sports. Probably got a better chance at gaming than best sports, to be fair. Not that I'm particularly bad at best sports, but I think you're a particular breed to win that kind of best sports and the size of that event. So all that, so all those events, and actually I've been doing fuck loads of hobby. Um, Quite a lot of commitment. So along with... Uh, a couple of other local guys. I'm kind of following along with a, a tale of six gamers, 40k kind of painting thing. You, you paint like 20 power levels a week. So that's been a lot of fun. I've been painting up uh, some Blood Angels for that, similar vein as Ian. Kind of talking about his tyrannies. Just getting stuff done. Just working through that that pile of plastic shame. Um, and something I wanted to specifically share actually is I tried a new technique out. Um, I've always struggled with gems and blood drops. Um, I don't know if anyone else listening kind of has, has had this issue. It might never have really kind of felt right. And I tried something I'd never done before. and It was off a YouTube, uh, a couple of YouTube videos I watched. And Rob, you're making a of noise. Um, and what it was is actually starting all the gems from a black undercoat, which I'd never tried before. So I would always kind of paint them purple and then work up from there. But I started completely from black and then slightly thinned. The main colour, which is like Mephiston Red in this case, then kind of painted that in the the bottom corner, then worked up. I think I literally did um, that, then uh, Wazdaka, uh, then Fiery Orange, um, put a little, and then put the white dot in the top left hand or right hand, depending on whether the the light would hit on the dark part of the gem, and they pop beautifully. The contrast with the black is... on the contrast with the black is spot on so if you are struggling with that give it a go with literally a black base coat for the gems and then add the color i'm super pleased with these um there's some photos on my twitter feed so do go and check them out so i've used them all on my blood angels also been painting star wars legion getting them all up to date have been painting wookies painting stuff where there's like reference from movies is ace i've really enjoyed it it's a really different way of doing something Sitting there and watching Star Wars movies while painting Star Wars feels good. Um, my Daughters of Cain, so my Temple Nest Daughters of Cain army have been adding to that. I finished up my cauldron of Blood, which I me- mentioned previously. Um, that went down really well. Um, I've got a, a really day-glow green um, blood in that, in kind of an homage to the Conan movies, where they've got the big stewing broth of people that Conan pours through the steps of the temple. Um, so that was a lot of fun to paint. Um and I've also, I'm just about now cracking on with my Cadets and Goblins. Um, I want to get them done to a full 2,000 points. I'm converting Sky Riggers into Endrin Riggers because they're just better than the same points now. And props to ba- uh, Brad Glover. So for a couple of his armies now, so he's got his Skaven Caradron army and his kind of Gene Stealer, sorry, his Orc Hijacked uh, Tyranid army. He got this awesome like plume effect and um, it's literally basically covering like a, a black wire armature in clump foliage and glue and painting it and it looks like these amazing kind of rocket exhausts so super super pleased to get those done um so i did my first one yesterday so again this check the feed there's some photos of that um if anyone else has any questions on it let me know but yeah my hobby's been quite quite well rounded really you know doing a bit doing a little bit of 30 ki i've added some more models from my Cathurgill. I've done Demon Prince and and used a couple of the models from the Rogue Trader box set to do some kind of more fitting Nurgle swarms. So, yeah, it's been, it's been a really productive couple of months on the hobby front. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of it from me. Um, so, uh, Rob, what about you? What have you been up to? Well,
1: a, a couple of things. Uh, uh, going back to what you've you've just said, I think you are selling yourself a little bit short on the, the whole South Coast GT thing that you're doing because you're, you're actually uh. The guest judge, are you on the painting competition um, as well?
0: No, no. There's there's nothing kind of definite on that. I think it's a case if they if they need my help. I'm happy to help out. So it's why I've kind of backed down slightly on kind of taking my. I was planning on doing my gadget sand for that. So yeah, it's not nothing formal. um You know, I think if they need the help help on the day, you know, I'm there. I'm not doing anything else. um But no, I'm I'm going to be doing the painting trophies for it, kind of supporting the event in that in that capacity um yeah but never know you might ask me to kind of help out with the judging um i know they're quite i know they've got quite different opinions so i suppose having someone else they can call upon for them is is quite important um but yeah yeah, cool south coast is jen's favorite event so knowing that you know we were supporting them with the trophies and everything she's 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 super happy um and also we're going out for a curry on the saturday night for a birthday because it's her, her actual birthday on the sunday so um yeah, should be, South oh, Coast awesome. really, really looking forward to it. Should be should be a good laugh. And I, I think they're really pulling out the stop this year. Um, you know, in the past. You yeah, know, I think I,
1: having, the, having the, the, uh, the the terrain there being supplied by Ben and with the uh, mats on every table as well.
0: Yeah, cool, is it? I think for different reasons, kind of, there was... Um, okay, so it, it wasn't broke, don't, you know, you don't need to fix it. Um, but I, I think nowadays they're kind of seeing what's, what's being offered by other events and, um, you know, they're adding to that. Yeah, fair
1: play to them cool All right well i guess i'll um i have a, have, a, have a chat about what i've been doing i think um obviously a lot's gone on uh since we last spoke so episode 24 was the uh the the now famed 18 month gestation uh 23, uh, 23 was it uh yeah. oh, christ okay um last so, episode uh, was,
0: uh, interview with aaron
1: Ah right, okay, yeah, okay. I thought you meant the gestation period. I'm sure, I'm sure it was eighteen months. Um, but yeah, so uh, obviously uh, after the um, I just want to say a big thank you to everyone because you know after the, that episode that we, we did the episode twenty three, um, you know put the uh, pictures of uh, Bettercore finished up and uh, on sort of your on, I say your feed on, on on the podcast feed and on mine and. Yeah. um had some had some fantastic feedback uh so thank you everyone for that it made you know made all the effort and everything worthwhile and yeah it's just it was nice to 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 get that it was um been weird because um I'm, I'm sat on 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 uh sat on 664 likes and it'd be lovely just to take a screenshot of it, six 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 um which would be quite uh, Quite apt on on, on Bellicor, but uh, you know, it's great, and, and and to have the sort of you know a lot of people sort of saying that they enjoyed, you know, seeing all the work the work in progress pictures, you know, and you know a lot of people sort of saying, oh, you know, it's great to watch the journey and everything rather than just sort of commenting on the model as a uh, you know as sort of one off. Then th- th- those are the comments that kind of meant the most. So you know, if if, if any of uh, people listening to this. You know, if that were, you know, if that was any of you guys, then then thank you very much. Um, it's quite weird because we 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 spoke about it on that on that episode about being um the LVO uh the LVO reveals um where they revealed yeah. uh Shadow Spear uh, and actually <laughs> there was a it, uh Ellicott's picture went uh, a little bit viral, so he was on uh, the Facebook Bolt wasn't it? And Well, there's and Chainsaw facebook bolter and chainsaw and on reddit as well there's a there's a reddit post uh where people are like oh my god is this a is this a new centerpiece that they're releasing for the for the new chaos armies and i, I joke with you it'd, it'd be quite funny to uh you know i took as, as best uh, sort of light box pictures as i could but sort of put the warhammer community symbol in the top left hand corner of the pictures yeah. just to really sort of uh, mess with people's heads so i think that's you know uh, for, for me and sort of the stage that I am, you know, going back to what you said before about my sort of painting journey, I think uh, that's probably as big a compliment as I can get really, you know, with with sort of the level of uh, sort of painting and uh, again me and Ian spoke about it when we got together the other day. It's not, you know, for me, you know, again it's, it's nice to have the feedback on the conversion but for people to actually look at the paint job as well and think that it could have been a GW release. You know that that's that just you know that that kind of you know sort of as much as as people are the conversion itself. So thank you again for everyone for the for the feedback with that. Um, I must admit uh, one one thing um, he's a bastard to photograph um, in a light box. Uh, I, I I I took him down. Um, uh, I, I spent a weekend, uh, three weekends ago, I think it is now um i popped i popped down to um alpha games so give them a quick shout out i don't know if anyone sort of uh listens from that area but they're in the just outside of ipswich and i went down there on a sunday I had to do uh the tommy saw uh and uh, non-metallic metal uh, masterclass. um and i my dad lives in ipswich so i i i, I spent the, the night and he's a semi semi-professional photographer so i, I took my light box down there and so right then Dad, you know, let's take some decent photographs. And even then, um, you know, we have taken some pics. They looked a little bit better, but they still needed touching up, you know, sort of the brightness and the the um, uh, what's the word? ISO what's, what's the full? I can't remember the full uh, the term for it, but they, that that needed that needed cranking up on the picture. I think to it's get.
0: just I think it's just ISO. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um Having, and, and even then, you know, when you zoom in, it, like, it's really frustrating because I think Ian's probably the only, well, he is the only uh, sort of uh, person in our, our, our nerd group that's seen it in the flesh. And, like, and it, it sounds, it, again, it sounds quite pretentious to say it, but I don't think any of the pictures that I've taken so far do it justice because it just doesn't pick up. And um, it's quite funny because uh, Greg, uh, Greg Dan was at uh, Adepticon over the weekend. And there was, and you know, again, not knocking the paint job because it, it looked stunning. But there was the the scratch build that someone, or it wasn't the actual painter, but the, the uh, someone had sculpted an uh, an Ulrich the Slayer, um, in in like a slightly larger scale, um, almost like a three up scale, and and, and a, a guy had painted it and entered it into the Crystal Brush, and it looked fantastic on the photos because I, I don't know if people are aware, but when Uh, A lot of the crystal brush entries, they go up on call mini or not for internet voting. And the the picture, it looked like an oil painting. I mean, it was fantastic. Um, But Greg actually, quite brave of him, to he he took a snap of it there and then, you know, sort of in the hall, as it were, and it looked nothing like the the, the picture that was on call mini or not. And and whether, I don't know whether or not it was his... um, uh, uh, what's the word uh, insinuation that you know these things have sort of been touched up and and, and sort of made to look better you. in the Cool Not photo yeah not you know sort of like and, and, and it was quite clear from the you know the picture that he'd taken that the you know, not to not the colour the, the, the paint job it was absolutely amazing regardless of which photo you looked at but it was quite clear that the one on the Cool Not website had been sort of tweaked quite a bit you know, to sort of get it looking good. But um, having said that, you know, I can understand where they're perhaps coming from because, uh, you know, I, I've been to the, the Warhammer World Hall of Miniatures and you look at some of the miniatures and they, they don't look like they do on the websites. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're are a, there is a little bit of work that's gone in just to sharpen them, not to sharpen up the detail to make the, the paint job look better insofar as, oh, it's a shit paint job, but this Photoshop makes it look better. It's still an awesome paint job. But it just makes it that much more, I don't know, easy to view on as a picture. Does that make sense? I don't know if I'm making sense or not. Um, but uh, yeah, there's definitely, you know, I think Bellacourt definitely looks better. It certainly looks better in person than the photos that I've managed to take of it. Which, um, you know, again, you know, I, I had some feedback from the Warhammer team about you know sending some pictures over to them, um, so they could perhaps chuck it in White Dwarf. But uh, I think I, I'm probably going to perhaps see if I can hook uh You know, once there's each portion of the army's finished, and you know, uh, take the whole lot up to Warhammer World and, and try and get them to photo, photo, you know, take the photos themselves. um Like I know that a lot of people have, you know, had the uh, honor of doing so they can put them in the White Dwarf themselves. I know Terry and Adam, Terry Pike and Adam Elford have had their armies featured in White Dwarf, and obviously had studio photographers take pictures of them and i think that's probably going to be a better representation you know if i'm going to get them put in white dwarf than taking the pictures myself so um yeah i I don't know what your guys thoughts on that on the whole sort of photography side of things i know you take the mic out of Ian about taking particularly bad photographs but it's quite hard to um capture you know a lot of these pictures that you take or you see on the web especially in um if you get a white, have you ever had a white dwarf uh, on like an iPad before? And you can you can actually zoom in really, like sort of zoom in right up on the pictures and see like a lot of the fine detail and stuff. And whatever you know, whatever I'm doing with this uh, SLR, because it's a decent camera as well that I'm taking pictures with, it just doesn't seem to. The the model just doesn't look at you know that. The overall impact is, is is there, but when you zoom into certain highlights, I know that I've done. And when you look at the model in, you know, IRL as it were, they just don't rep, they're just not represented on the the photos that you take.
0: Yeah, I mean, photos is a massive thing. Um, it's they're they are incredibly difficult, and you know, it, it's almost like if you want to airbrush properly, you need the space and you need the gear. If you want to do photos properly, you need the space and you need the gear um i think a lot of us you know the most popular way of taking photos of models at the moment is using the inside of a of a, a um uh a uh, current rule book um where they've got their kind of grayed out um photos uh pictures the art on the inside now uh, inside covers <clears throat> and just using your iphone or something so getting something that accurately reflects your models is just really difficult um it's really hard and it can really depend on the look like
1: i thought i'd be able- yeah and and like i um you know some of the photos that i've taken and, and lighting and, and stuff i just don't know enough about it to to to, to take a you know um, you know you sort of see people you know i guess it's a luxury they have you know you see sort of stuff that not to say that my my paint jobs are as good but you see a, you know a lot of the uh studio painters and other guys putting stuff on instagram and stuff where they've taken pictures of of stuff that they're working on and yeah, the paint jobs are obviously yeah, mind-blowingly good, but the photo, the photography is also mind-blowingly good as well. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, it's kind of you, you know you need you need both, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So and, yeah,
0: and that's that's one of the, the tricks with sharing your stuff online. And I mean, I've got no, I've got no experience of you know taking photos to to send to White Dwarf. I think when I won um, South Coast last year, I was I was contacted to ask if I had any better photos of my zinch, but in the end, um, I decided not to send any over, um, and it's not really something that's one of my aspirations. But I understand why people want want things in publications like white dwarfs. It, it, it's always yeah. cool. it's a great it's a great hobby target for sure. To think of must be millions of people seeing your your photos in a publication like that. You know, across the world, yeah. they must sell that in white dwarf. So, you know, yeah, definitely, it's amazing. There's some good articles out there, but I still don't think they do well enough. I mean, most certainly from my perspective from what I would say is if you want to take good photos, I think you really need to invest in a very good camera. I mean, obviously we did the, did the little raffle, um, a while back. So I use that camera every now and again, um, and it's a good camera and I want to get to events more, but you need to take a tripod with it. Um, but again, you'd probably have to spend another 200 quid to get something kind of close to kind of the GW level, um, photos they're taken and a full backdrop and lights and a tripod's like number one. If you want to take proper photos, yeah. you yeah. don't really need a tripod. Um, and there's a lot of people who have written articles on it. But yes, it's yeah. really tricky. Something I still I try and improve with and it's still bloody difficult, as people can tell by the different quality of photos of mine kind of online. Um, yeah, as, with, as with most gamers, to be fair. Um, well, I think if you're going to take it seriously, you just have to buy the gear and have the room for it.
1: Yeah. I mean, and and, 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 and sort of link into that. I mean, obviously I mentioned about the, uh, <laughs> the non-metallic course that I took. It's like 12 hours of just sitting there um, blending um, sort of a couple of armor panels on a sanguinary guard. And um, I think I shared a couple of photos with you guys about some of the stuff that I'd done and, you know, worked on a, on a jet pack and a, and a wing and a, a one singular breastplate on a sanguinary guard for twelve hours and it was it was well not twelve hours but it started no, it was a bit more like eight hours perhaps. Um but yeah that I mean it was a great it was a great session and Tommy's a legend and it was quite nice to see uh it's always nice to see sort of golden demon level painted miniatures in the flesh. Um and even, even then, you know, it, again, going back to what you said about photography, I, you know, I, I snapped a couple of pictures of, uh, sort, of sort of the now-famous uh, sanguinary, non about sanguinary guard that he he did that, if you go to Gollum Painting Studios, it's sort of the front and centre on the website. And, like, even with, you know, a half-decent camera phone that I've got, you know, um, taking snaps of that, it, it it doesn't do the model justice from, you know, I know, Matt, you're not the, you're sort of a necessarily the uh, sort of the most, uh, you know, fan of, of that particular technique, but you know, even so, you know, you'd appreciate the sort of skill that went into painting it. Um, you know, me taking a snap on my camera phone just doesn't just doesn't do the, the, the models that uh, that he had there justice. You know, so um, but that 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 was great. It was uh, it was quite an interesting um, sort of approach to doing the technique. You know, I, I perhaps tend to overthink. Uh, a lot of things when I'm when I'm painting and, and to see someone that uh, can just literally almost paint the whole model in you know really nice NMM kind of technique in the space where you're in the same time that you'll just do one singular armor panel. Um, obviously, you know he, as he mentioned, it was more about you know his kind of you know his experience. Basically, uh, you know it's, it's one thing I can't really go into sort of too much in the the things because you know he. You sort know, of to to respect Tommy and 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 the work that he does. You know, it's not something that he wanted to kind of. You know, it's not fair to to go through specifics of what we learned because again, you know, not only you know people pay for these things, but it's it's more about uh, context as well. You know, me me explaining something that he's trying to explain. It's almost like Chinese whispers. You know, um, I'm sure he'll do he'd he'd obviously do a much better job of explaining techniques. Than I ever would. So if you get a chance to go to these courses, I think it's not necessarily the you know what I took away from it more than anything is not necessarily how to paint non-metallic metals. It was just the kind of approach to painting miniatures as a whole, uh, and and certain sort of techniques about how you pick your highlights and your shades and all the rest of it. You know, I sorry, gone.
0: Let me let me jump in there quite quickly. What you're saying about not not wanting to. To, to share some information and um, so what I will say to that is my air for those who don't know uh, my air compressor for my airbrush has unfortunately broken um I no longer have a, an air compressor so I can't airbrush um so actually it's put a massive delay on me doing every, it turns out every single army I'm doing involves an airbrush in one way shape or form so the information that you have just listened to in regards to using a black undercoat for gems uh, and the colours that I mentioned, working up from there, um, that information is charged at five ninety nine. Um, so <laughs> if you can PayPal, if you can PayPal that money to um, uh, firedrake underscore Studios at Yahoo dot com, um, then obviously that that'll be great because I've given you that information, so you should pay, and um, I'll also get a compressor <laughs> out of it as well. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, d- d- despite, despite Matt's, uh, you know, uh, sort of shilling for, for 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 his new compressor, I think, um, you know, know I, I, I understand where where Tommy's coming from from that. I, you know, it's, it's uh, sorry to interrupt. You
0: know, is that a genuine thing? Is that something that is vocalised during these painting sessions?
1: Yeah, it's it's more about not, um, again, not. It's a subject that we we touched on. Off air, um, I think it's more to do with it's not necessarily to do with right. Okay, well, I'm going to do a, uh, a tutorial based on what I learned from Tommy's thingy. I don't think it's necessary to go against that. It's just more about sort of almost people, you know, reusing content. If that makes it, do you, do you know what I mean? Like, a, like you know, I can, I can, know, I, I, I can, from, from I what? can take what I've learned. Yeah. And, and go right. Okay, well this is how you know this is how right this is how I because again what I was going to say was that the main reason why I wanted to 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 um I don't really intend on painting much in in you know it's not you know I, we we spoke about it about you know painting an army and, and doing one model in a non metallic metal kind of way um, you know would look out of place in an army where you know like with Bellacor, you know I made a point of trying to learn how to do, use actual metallic paints and and use the glazing and the shading and stuff. And I think the metallics on him have come out really well. Um, and to do, you know, Egrim, the other centerpiece of the army in non-metallic metals would just look weird. Um, yep. But what I, I'm, I'm gonna take a lot of the uh, stuff that I've learned to do like quite uh, high contrast armor uh, in the color of it. He's gonna have like blue art, like it to be based on the thousand sons blue. Uh, sort of that, that's going to be the, the main base of the, the color of his armor, um, but it's going to be that sort of high contrast effect that a lot of people use on space marines that you see these days and things like that. It's not necessarily going to be non-metallic metal gold or silver. Um, and I'm going to incorporate, you know, actual metallics into the model as well. So um, that's kind of what, you know, I specifically went there to learn a bit more about where to p- place shades and highlights and, and all the rest of it. And I think you know, if I were to do a a blog post on how I painted Egrim. You know, I don't have to, you know, put a big banner on the top and go, this is what I learned at Tommy Sewell's so, uh, weekend that I went to. is this is how I've gone about painting. You know, like, you know, you see someone else's, you see, like, uh, there's a, 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 I think we've shouted him out before, but um, Gareth Nicholas, um, who I believe is actually, I think he's either an ex heavy metal painter or he, he's part of the heavy metal team now. Um, but he's uh, he's had a quite a couple of tutorials that you can buy on Etsy for like £2.50, which are really good. So they're, they're full tutorials on, on how he's painted some of his miniatures. He's a big fan of like high contrast NMM and all the rest of it. And, um, you know, I'm sure he's learned that technique from other people. He doesn't say that he's learned that. Te- you know, oh, I went to three or four weekends with Andy Wardle and, um, you know, Tommy Saul and all these other people, he's just right. This is how I've gone about painting it. So, you know, it's not necessarily, oh, you know, you can't make, you can't do a blog post showing how you've applied the techniques you've learned. It's just not like, you know, he's all about, you know, taking photos and sharing photos and the thing. It's just, it, I just don't think you it's, it's more of like a, it's almost like more of a piracy thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't want people to take videos because he doesn't want yeah. people think- just to just take away and replicate his course it's why, I know, wanted, to, yeah. t- it's
0: why I wanted to ask because you know initially it felt like he was saying don't share this information with others you paid for this but I, yeah. I understand it more from the perspective of don't take this information do a YouTube video with your photos and go through in detail what we've just been through here. So they get context as well. Yep. Completely understand that. Yeah. Similarly, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, talk so, about, you talk about concepts and everything. It's, um. What well, I suppose something that's always niggled me with Warhammer TV is people go, Oh yeah. Duncan, two thin coats. It's like Duncan didn't come up with two thin coats. No, exactly. like, seriously.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, 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 that, and you know what? Tommy's a great guy. And like, you know, he, you know, he, he he's very, he was very quick to sort of say, Oh, you know, you know, this is how other people have painted it and, you know, he's, you know, he's very, he, you know, he's obviously in with the heavy metal guys and he knows like Joe Tomaszowski and Darren Latham really well and, you know, all that sort of thing. So he's very happy to share you know, and, and openly admit that he's learned stuff and, and taken stuff from other people. So for him to then say, well, you can't go off and do that yourself would be hypocritical. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But I yeah, think yeah, it's more sure. of a case of don't directly replicate what it's done. But anyway, good weekend, Mate. happy days. It was great. Um, the other thing that I've obviously been chugging away on on my on my zinc and um, made a <laughs> made a start on the Kyric acolytes. Um, quite a, it shows how long it's been since our last podcast. But
0: well, no, um, but fair, fair, and I mean I want to say this. I've been saying this to other people. Fair play for finishing Bellacore and within a week you're cracking on with the acolytes. I was worried there was going to be a gap. I mean, you are making classic Rob slower than most people progress, but you're making progress. <laughs> it's great to see.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah, and even so, I mean, and this is the you know, like I, you know, there's a certain paint scheme and there's certain things that you know I won't bore people going back over retreading sort of old ground, but um, obviously I've got the the paint scheme very much locked in. Um, you know, it's going to obviously Bellacor's more of a standalone model that's going to sort of sit within the the four different gods armies that I'm going to intend to do, but there's certainly the Zinch style um, the armor plating on the chirocacolites is going to be the same blue as the armor plating on the uh, what they called enlightened and the gaunt summoner and you know all the rest of it. Yeah. Um so, you know, it's um, it's kind of like I'm more of a space where right I know the colours, I actually need to crack on with it. Do you know what I mean? there's not really much of of a sort of thing where oh I've got to experiment with this, that and the other. The only thing really that was the initial thing was, was the skin tones. I obviously wanted to have a mix of, of different skin tones on there and um, used uh, sort of uh, sort of different uh, paints throughout the range as a as a, as a base. There's four different uh, skin tones on there. So there's um, pallid witch flesh as a base, rancor flesh as a base, um, Kislev flesh as a base, and dryad bark um, uh, as a base. Which uh, the dryad bark one was. I was sort of thinking about a, a darker skin, and there was. A, to mention it there was a, a Duncan video um about how to do darker skin on I think it was a blood Reaver and he used dried bark as a base and then right and flesh stayed sort of give it more of a warmer tone um, which uh, which I've used but I think they're still perhaps a little bit too dark so I might sort of uh, just go over the sort of uh, sort of go over them slightly more a thin of more firm brown just to sort of make them a little bit less uh, um, they look a bit but it looked like, you know, look like bark, do you know what I mean, rather than skin. Um, you know, it's sort of almost like they're, they're lacking that kind of warm tone throughout the Because uh, drier bark's very, it's like a grey-brown, almost. It's that weird kind of, well, yeah. as, as the I name suggests, think... it's like a barky colour.
0: It's popular, but I don't actually use it that much.
1: Yeah, so it's very similar to, I think another one perhaps as a good base would be Rhinox hide. Um, because that has got a slightly warmer tone to to dryer bark, but um, so I've been cracking on with them. Obviously the shields, uh, you know, got great feedback on paint. Started painting the fronts uh, of them, and then realised that the uh, not not long after, a lot of the Kyrie have got quite an open pose. There's uh, a lot where you can quite clearly see the back of the shields. It's not like um, the old Chaos Warriors of old where. You wouldn't, you know, you'd be able to put a gold trim around the edge of the shield and, and not really have to worry necessarily about the back of it. So um, edge highlighting inside of the shields as per the box art um, has been quite a chore, but I've got all that done. Um, the feathers on the the feathered part, the, there's a couple of shields in the box that have feathers protruding them, and they're going to they're painted in the same feather uh, sort of colour scheme that I'm going to do on the feathered wings on the Egrims dragon, so that will tie that in. And I've had some pretty good feedback with that, um, so yeah. yeah. It's, uh,
0: the shields it's just 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 cracking on. The shields look great. I mean, the fact that you've got you've got uh, the trim on the shields, and then you've you've done a, a line wash all the way around the outside, and then moved slightly in and done the highlight around the, the darker recess. It, it looks so good. It's something I wish I'd, I I had the time and commitment to do.
1: Yeah, and, and I think Ian, you mentioned it, didn't you? That because uh, they're quite zoomed in on the photos that I've been putting on. They, you know, they.
0: It looks worse. Like,
1: it looks yeah. crapper than in, in, it is in
0: real life because it's such a small piece. Yeah,
1: and yeah. so in, in real life, I think that, you know, I'm just looking at them I've got them in front of me now. They, you know, <laughs> And it's, it's been a bit of a pain because I've been listening to the Legends of the Painting Man podcast and they're quite funny. So I've been like literally laughing out loud. But I'm there sort of holding my breath doing these really fine edge highlights. But every now and again, they'll say something in the podcast or so maybe laugh and I'm there. Having to like literally pull my brush away from the miniature because I know I'll I'll uh, jog and, and mess the line up. So, um, again, it's you know, uh, again, me, you know, it's something that we've said um, before and it's something that me and Ian spoke about when we met up. Like, I kind of, I'm still on track for faith, so but again, I'm you know, I'm getting to the point with it where I'm you know, feeling myself start to rush a little bit and. You know, I know the the, the tickets for Face Hammer go on sale on Monday, I believe. Um, But uh, Monday the 8th uh, now. So obviously if it's released on Friday, then you've got the weekend to get your your money together and and put some down for it. But if it's not ready for for Face Hammer, I ain't going to go. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm literally at that point now where, you know, I've put so much time and effort into it. And and the things, you know, I, I gave myself in my little timeline two months to, to paint Egrim and the dragon and Ian just laughed at that when I, when I mentioned that <laughs> to him the other day. Um, and look, and looking at it, you know, it's probably not going to happen. Um, you know, the level that, uh, of detail that I want to put into the, just the wings, the wings are probably going to take me a month. Um, simply because the, you know, sort of the amount of time that I've got and the level of detail that I want to put in, um, you know, I want to paint in each individual feather, you know it's going to be proper top you know as good as i can as good as i can get it um, and if it means it's you know I miss you know miss face hammer and you know potentially roll over into i don't know south coast next year maybe or i, I can't really think of any other tournaments between the you know, face hammer and south coast really I mean perhaps got age of santa or something like that uh, you know Paddy's event at the end of the year maybe you know, the painting masters, you know, I might have qualified, but maybe you know, have the 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 army to reveal by then. But I'm just not going to, you know, I, I want this to be an army where I can, you know, I'm not in a position in my life to, to, to sit here every, every single night and paint for 12 hours. You know, I've got, you know, two nights a week, and you know, a and half a day, you know, one on a Sunday afternoon. So sort of the equivalent of perhaps, you know, three decent painting sessions a week. It's just, you know, I, d- I don't want to sell myself short. Does that make sense? I'd like, I'd,
0: yeah, you, you want to. You're, um, you're, you're doing the right thing. Well, as, as much as events are great for getting stuff done, I you, you're taking the maybe the the, the better of the attitudes, which is why you produce stuff like Bellacore, Is that you're actually saying to yourself, "It's done when it's done. This is my goal. But it, yeah. if it ain't done by then, I I, I ain't taking it. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, I'm yeah. having to pass on Face Hammer this year. Um, And that's purely because we actually arrived back from Florida Florida. uh, at half past six in the morning in Gatwick.
1: It's on the the Saturdays that you get back. On the
0: Saturday, so it's just one of those things. They were the best dates we can get, so that's a a shame. But as Rob says, tickets will go up and sell on Monday, I believe. Um, They don't really need any help from us to sell tickets. I'm sure they'll sell out. Um, Same with Blackout. Chris is almost at capacity now. Uh, we pretty much pre-sales. I think there's 20, 25 tickets left. Uh, I think he's put it up to 100 capacity. So you know, it's it's funny actually. Blackout's one of those where it's one of the biggest events, but you won't hear him bang on about it. Um, no. people, people just go and love it. So that's if you, you I'm 100% going to be at blackout. We've got hotel but tickets booked. Um, so oh, yeah. I'll be
1: I'll be there as as a little helper again. Okay. Definitely.
0: Need to get you on the gaming table. Hopefully Ian will come down for that one as well. Um, maybe bring along his new missus. No, um, no. <laughs> no, no, to, no to the event or no to bringing your new missus.
2: No, I'm, I'm off events for the year. Oh, so
0: that's local. We down the road.
2: Yeah, just yeah. a four-hour drive.
0: Yeah, yeah. Fair but right. anyway,
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, blackout. That was the original thing I was, I was hoping that he'd perhaps push it back a little bit later on in the year but obviously it's quite a nice um it's almost like a bat and face hammer and nice sort of things to sort of cap the summer off with um you know last year was fantastic even though i didn't play it was, it was just again it's one of those events especially firestorm being quite close it's uh it's just nice to rock up with um me and matt almost uh got started on by a a drag addict on the, in the car park on the second day when we didn't say hello back to him yeah, that was once weird. we were there. That was a bit weird, but uh, I don't let that put you off, uh, ladies and gentlemen. It'll be a lovely, lovely event. And yeah, by, by, by the looks of it, I, I don't think I'll, I'll be making face hammer. So uh, Graham, fill your boots this year, mate, but I'm going to be coming <laughs> for you next year. After all um, that trash
0: talk at the start uh, of
1: the year. Well, you know, yeah, that was... Uh, you know that was all good, but it, um, I mean, again, sort of going back to sort of working on the army. One thing I I have started to do is, um, you know, if I am there, it's, it's a non-hobby night. I'm using sort of bunny quotes, bunny ears, again. But if it's not a hobby night, then um, you know, if, if I'm there, sort of keeping an eye on the baby monitor. You know, I'll be doing stuff like just assembling, you know, clipping spru clipping horrors off the sprues, and and trimming them down and and getting rid of mold lines. You know, perhaps you know, sticking bits and bobs on base. You know, trying to do as much as I possibly can. And if it doesn't involve painting, coming out into the hobby room and setting, you know, getting you know a clean thing of water and getting your paint brushes out. As long as it's something that's working towards the end goal of the hobby, um, then you know, I'm trying to do as much as possible to kind of sort of you know uh, move that timeline forward. But again, like I said, if if it's not going to you know, I, I don't want to compromise
0: the project. If the on the project arrive, it's not going to happen. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, you know, and again, I'd much rather sort of take a bit of stick off of you guys about not finishing it, um, uh, you know, in good time, but then have something really nice to to show for it. I mean, the, the only thing really is uh, the sort of anything that's really testing my resolve. And, and it's a good segue on to the last thing that I wanted to talk about was... Um, New releases, and uh, you know, there hasn't really been much that's the, the Deepkin kind of you know, I was sort of am in an iron about Deepkin for a while, um, but you know, that's kind of it's trying to sort of scratch my A off itch, as it were, you know, but uh, I'm kind of sort of I, I think my patients will be more rewarded once they, they do something with the light and shadow elves, but certainly the new Slanesh stuff. Um, you know, something I've always said that you know, this part of the the sort of overall Bella project was to have a, a Sladesh contingent in there, and seeing the stuff that they've released for that um, does look very tasty indeed. Um, the only thing, and I mentioned it to Ian off air, was um, obviously with the the sort of the reimagined old world, old Chaos characters representing the the greater demons in the army, uh, D'Challa for for the uh, uh, for the slanesh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm gonna have to wait because because the character then if, if listeners all know the character, but I'll, I'll tweet a picture of it after we finish, um, from the propainted account. But she's quite heavily armored and she's got a snake body, so I think um, you know, rather than mashing up uh, one of the new Keeper of secrets models with a, a tyranny, moorlock like, or whatever they're called, um. You know, i probably better served waiting to see what they do with Fulgrim. Yeah, um, possibly. You know, in,
0: I don't know. I, I as, like as in when he
1: releases. I don't know. I like. The I fact think that he'll, he'll have a like... more of a slinky detail and armoured and stuff. So mm,
0: I think I actually think he's. Good um, to, I think if they did him, he'll be more in the vein of the new um, um, keeper of secrets. Right. I think it'll be quite understated. Okay. Though. Yeah. I
1: mean. Uh, the... Yeah, and, uh, and the, but the the thing is is being able to at least hold not hold the two models in my hand, but at least see the two models on the shelf or on the website and make a the decision. because I know based on you know if I, I the other thing is as well, I mean I don't want to buy you know uh, a keeper of secrets and a tyrannid model and cut them in half and you know if, if I know that I can spend half the money and base it on a full model when he eventually does come out, so. I know that it's just going to be one of those classic Rob things where I'll, I'll do a really nice conversion and all of a sudden GW release. I mean, I'm, I thank the Lord that they actually didn't sort of, when they when they released Abaddon that he wasn't some sort of demon Primark that looked similar to Bellacore. Do you know what I mean? Like that would have just thrown me over the edge. But thankfully they've kept him as a, as a guy in Terminator armor. So, yeah, thank you GW for that one. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, but I, again, I think that that's kind of like a saving grace, you know, the, the fact that um, I, I do want to wait until the full models released before I, I, I make a move on my slanesh stuff means that as much as it'd be nice to pour over the new battle tome and and see some of the you know the, the endless spells look great and you know that that Xerxes styled demon prince looks pretty cool as well. Um,
0: I I love it, but it does not it does not look like a GW model.
1: No, no, it doesn't. Apart from when you look up and see the herald on the top. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, and even you know, it's a demon prince. It's like demon princes, I and mean, they I have like horns and tails and wings and stuff. But the fact that, and I quite kind of quite like that. That's quite modern, and it's probably the least one of the least GW GW models I've seen in a long time. Uh, but yeah, and it'd be it'd be lovely to see that range when it comes out. But the good thing is, is you know, hope. I mean. I, I, I don't know when Emperor's children are going to gonna finally uh, hit, but uh, it probably may, might not be that long after Slanesh does. Perhaps if it's the new year, then that'll actually time quite well with when I hope to finish my Siege stuff, so that I can pick that up and, and start working on the Slaneshi contingent. Um, but that said, you know the the, you know, with the Slanesh stuff, there's always been that rumour of, uh, you know, sort of tying in the the New Elf stuff with it as well, so. I wouldn't be surprised to, you know, maybe not this year. I think you might get the, the new elf stuff at the beginning of the new year. So obviously you've got fire slayers and other things to come out between now and then. Um, but hopefully that will time in quite well with getting this siege thing done, which is quite good because it just means that I can just crack on with it and get my head down and, and get the army out. And I think the, the Chiroc acolytes and the the horrors, I know we, we spoke about this, two different kind of, there's, um, it's quite weird with not so much with the blue horrors because obviously they released the newer models recently but certainly with the pinks you've got the, you've got the kind of box art scheme and you've got the, the scheme in Silver Tower which is a darker darker pink uh, which I, I personally prefer um, to the, the box art ones are a little bit seem the paint scheme looks so slightly dated on it um, yeah and, no, I think I'll go with the Silver Tower look and I think that'll, that'll end its to a slightly quicker paint job. Obviously, there's there's quite a lot of highlighting and, and stuff on the skin, but there's obviously less elements to the uh, to the models themselves. I think the Kyrikak and the Enlightened are going to be the the things that you know, as far as the actual rank and file actual models are are going to be the thing that you know I need to break the back of. Um, you know, the Enlightened. It's obviously only six models, but obviously there's, a, there's quite a bit of element to it. I'm quite looking forward to sitting down and painting the Gorn Summoner. Just having one single, you know, if you've got the four familiars, but having just one single miniature—that's a single miniature—that's <laughs> not massive and yeah,
0: it's, in, a, it's not it's a
1: unit of twenty or whatever. It's a nice model. To paint. Got, I the think only, I got,
0: the only thing that's a bit frustrating is like the eyes that meld into the head. Um, the details yeah. are soft around the skin bits, but otherwise, I think I think. I think a nice model.
1: But but I think it's one of those models that once you get the ball roll. You know, with this absolutely. Um. Once you get the ball rolling with uh, with the paint scheme, it's it's almost one of those models that you can paint in a day.
0: For um yes. for those those people who who aren't watching the podcast at the moment, Rob's just decided to turn his camera on, so <laughs> 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 I've literally got his face and his snotty nose right on my screen. Um,
1: well, oh, yeah. um I think yeah, I mean that you know him, the, the gaunt summoner and the fate master are both, you know, that I could probably I say it's probably a bit confident of me to say I'll knock them out in a weekend, but you know, between the two of them, i have penciled in a month to do both. Um, you know, so that's like two weeks. That's, that's six sessions each. Um, and I think that's, that's probably a realistic goal for them. Um, you know, so, and, and the same with the enlightened, I think, uh, two sessions per model. Um, Will probably be enough, you know. If I find right. them a little bit, Um you need to, yeah,
0: need to, du- you need to double that.
1: Okay, um, so yeah, probably won't be making face hammer then, guys. So, sorry, uh, with the,
0: yeah. I know I know enlightened well. Right, we're gonna have to call yeah. it there because Rob's turned his camera on, so the quality, call quality, has gone to shit. Um, oh, my apologies. Anything else you want to add, Rob? Uh, no, that's it. Thank you. Cool, awesome. Well, thanks for coming along, guys. Um, I was definitely. Um, Ragey Matt this episode, so that was quite nice to go back to my roots. Um, Obviously, remember the hashtag um, gagging for Gilmore? And uh, (laughs) Rob's promised loads of photos going up on Twitter of all this sweet progress he's going to be making. So we'll, we'll see how that all works yes. out. But yeah, go, please do check out the, the sponsors. Um, as always, if you can... Um, actually, what we be really great for the listeners, if you can leave some reviews on um, iTunes, that'd be fantastic. It kind of it makes us a lot easier to find. Um, obviously, like and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Because as I say, the more people that kind of pay us a little bit of attention, the more we listen to. And who knows, GW might actually notice we exist and do stuff find me a Lamborghini yeah that will be great but yeah anyway it's it's um really good to kind of just do a general chit chat episode um what I will say is I'm not planning any interview episodes anytime soon um I'm going to do them a bit more sporadically because I've found it's really tough with the schedule to kind of get them organized but um yeah expect another episode from us um probably about three weeks time two weeks if we can do it a little bit sooner but yeah that's it from me and um anything from you lads no, I'm done. Sorry, bye. Thank you. Sorry for the, for, the, for the
1: bit of a brain dump. No, no brain um, dump's Good. You know we've uh we haven't we haven't we haven't spoken in a while, so
0: yeah, no, don't, uh, don't it's really apologize.
1: It's gonna happen, but yeah, excellent. Have a good have a good one, guys, and speak to you soon.
0: Alright. catch you all later. All right, bye. Okay. bye bye.
1: Bye.